to the third Nairobi Gathering podcast. And in this podcast, we have the opportunity to hear a case study from Rwanda. Rwanda was a nation that has been torn by war, and many of us have heard the history of the genocide that happened in the 90s. But here is a great good news story of a God movement that's been birthed in Rwanda. It's been told by Justin. Now, Justin is presenting in English, and English is not his first language. And um, so we're going to put in some thorough notes uh, with this podcast so that you can track along if you're getting lost. Um, But it's really uh, a fantastic story. His story starts as he was a bishop of a church and um, had some humorous um, anecdotes of uh, his anointing from to be a pastor and then a bishop anointing with oil and uh, but then his great step of risk when he had to uh, step aside and resign to learn about making disciples his challenge was that he read a book and it, the book was about are you a minister that makes disciples or are the people in my church just members of my church and uh, that really rocked him and began him on the journey He learnt about disciple-making movements from Ayla and uh, learnt about some principles there. And uh, he started praying and um, began to lose people. He just went from, uh, had to have a great undoing before he could start building. Uh, He had some great statements because uh, really, for him, movement was about finding the person of peace. And movement began when he found a drunkard called Jean-Paul. And the drunkard and his wife and the drunkard's friend Augustine became the first core members of his movement in 2011. And after leading them and baptizing them uh, through DBS, uh, they, uh, they, he taught them all to go and baptize others. And uh, soon um, within that year, they had 18 churches. And he brought the leaders together and they sat around a map for the whole of the country, and they started to vision cast, and they started to move out from the cities back into the villages. And after um, the movements were there for five years, they'd started to work in 22 districts, but the problems continued, and uh, some of the problems that he reflected on was uh, how he had began by sending people one by one, and just shift by two by two, and how positions and titles um, became important to people and people tried to turn away from the ways of doing movement church to back to traditional ways. Also the problem of foreigners coming in and bringing money into the movement. So he had to really start to lay the foundations for movements to be self-supported and to start uh, business and to uh, be um, continuing there. He, he developed access ministries like a water filter access ministry and and uh, breeding small animals. He has some great, great comments of uh, the idea of focusing on a household and that every household has another household and that the household itself must come to Christ, not just individuals. And you've got to do that through finding the person of peace if you start alone, you'll end up alone. And in the Discovery Bible study uh, will never amount to anything. But he says uh, Discovery Bible studies must be done with groups. 
He goes on and talks about how his movement uh, really has started to birth other movements uh, amongst Muslims and and a story of pygmies uh, reaching the pygmy people uh, where now they have 165 churches up to six generations and nearly 500 people baptized and uh, how he's also now working in other nations. In the last 12 years, since 2011, they're now up to 1,300 churches and about 14,000 people baptized and 26 generations of disciples. He finishes off with some of the lessons that he's learnt uh, through DMM. And I'd really encourage you to just have a look at those lessons. They're simple and they're to the point, but really worthwhile having a listen to. Praise the Lord. Yeah. My name is uh, Justin Mundabagenzi. Mundabagenzi, uh, uh, divide in the two words. The first one is Munda. Munda is uh, to love. Bagenzi, it's uh, the people who like to travel. Like you, you know, we come from different places. We're traveling. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, so that is... He has some means. So my mom, she gave me this name uh, because of the some history. Yeah, his first husband, because of uh, Rwanda history, he died and uh, she doesn't find his body and uh, all to bury him. So, and then my father, when, she came, uh, when he came to marry my mom, and uh, he left and uh, he went, no one can know, even me, I don't know if he's still alive or he's died. So because of that, when I was born, my mom called me Ngundabagens. So she, she said that she loved the people who tra- traveling. That is the meaning of my name. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, because of the, the history of my country. Yeah, you know, Rwanda, he passed some different trouble since 1959. And... Uh, in 1994, you know, we are passing the uh, horrible time of genocide against Tusi. One million of people died in 100 days. So that is the history of my country. So I'm going to, to share uh, our journey of uh, making disciples in Rwanda. I told you, Dr. Ayla, you know, that is my first time to present in English. So, if you are not catch some words, so, uh, I think that is not my, my mother tongue, so we can understand. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> so, I learned a lot uh, in the journey of uh, uh, East African country leaders, so... I learn even English. So in 2011, when I came here, it's not easy for me to speak even good morning. But now, you know, I take around 
20, 40 minutes to speak the language of heaven, so you can understand me, no problem. <laughs> so, uh, this is a disciple-making movement. This, uh, you know, we, are, we see the people in the small house, so that is a vision from the small place to shine in all the country or beyond. That is our vision we have. So uh, Hope Family Network is our organization. Uh, we work with many organizations in Rwanda to catalyze the movement. So, but uh, I am here to present of what we are doing. So uh, the journey of making disciples in Rwanda, it has been a long journey. It's not easy uh, because, you know, it's uh, the concept of making disciples for me. It's my first time when I learned about DMM in 2010. Yeah, 2010, I learned the DMM when I met with the Dr. Ayla in Kitale, in eastern Kenya. So for me, you know, I was a bishop of the church. Uh, my vision, I tried to see how we can penetrate in all countries to preach the gospel and to start the churches. But that thing's... I have in my thought, it's not happened. I begin to think, what's, what's wrong? When I, I was born again in 1989, my calling is to go in uh, house to house and to share the gospel. But he's, he knows that. We was together because I was born in Burundi because of the history and the refugee camp there. So I come back in Rwanda after genocide in 1994. So that time I go uh, in the streets, house to house, to share the gospel. But when I come back home, and I feel to, to become like other people, to become a bishop of the church. So I start a church for, since 2000 and to 2009, I have around 100 people in my church. So one time I read a book, the book, one American, he wrote the book called, Are You a Minister Who Make Disciples? This book that brings many troubles in my mind. So I said, listen, all of my people here in the church, as a disciple of Jesus or as a members of my church? So I sat down and I pray God and I ask God, what I'm going to do? So that time, I took around six months to pray God and to come back in the New Testament concept of early church. So how Jesus make disciples. How disciples of Jesus make other disciples. So I trying to see how we can help my people in my church to become a disciple of Jesus Christ. So you know, in our culture and uh, uh, the church's concept, when you become a bishop, you don't have many, many ceremonies. When I was a pa when I were, the people come to, to anoint me as a pastor, you know, I bought the big bottle of oil. I, I, I know that many pastors here in Africa, they know that. So the people come and I put the bottle of oil on me, 
And uh, the next time when I want to be a bishop, I invite another bishops. That is the second step. And uh, I bought another big bottle of oil, and I put on me the oil. So my people in the church, when I began, I began to train them to become a disciple. They said, no, you are our bishop. You are our pastor. How we want us to become like you? You, you are, you are received the anointing. And I thought, no, this oil of bottle I bought in Nakumati supermarket. <laughs> so please, hear the gospel and then be obeyed, obedience disciple, make disciples. These things, they not happen. So that time I bring all my staff in my church because I am a founder of that church. I told them, you guys, I am not to continue in this way because it's like to push the car without engine to the mountain. So if you want to continue, come and continue. So I resign. You know, sometimes as our leaders, we did something and then we met with many challenges, but it's not easy to, to change or to come out. So for me, you know, I learned from many leaders in the Bible. When we read the Bible, we have many leaders. They have a faith to God. They have a obedience to God. And uh, they're taking risk. Most of the leaders, they have a faith to God, obedience to God, but to taking risk is not easy. So for me, I am taking risk. Because the church, they pay my rent. They give money every month. So I'm taking risk to, to resign and to ask God to do something new. Praise the Lord. So, in 2010, when, uh, uh, after to, to, to resign, I start the church, house church. That house church is become traditional church in my house. It's like to bring the elephant in the house. They destroy everything. So, that by the grace of God, I received the invitation to go in eastern Kenya. So that time I meet with Dr. Ayla and uh, other guys there in the meeting. So I learned about disciple, church planting movement. And then I come back home. So when I come back home, I start, uh, I learn about uh, some principles, implementation, intentional prayer. So we have a team of prayer in my room. You know, we are African. We know we, we like to pray. So every Friday night from the 7 p.m. until the 6 a.m. in the morning, we have a prayer meeting. So we pray with my wife and the children. So And uh, another 12 people in my house church. But I have the history about these 12 people. These 12 people, after to share, after I share with them the, the vision of making disciples, these 12, they disappear. They not understand their vision. I still with my wife and the children. So that time I moved from where I live because I am not be able to pay the rent of the house. Because that time is a church who pay my rent. So I moved from 25 kilometers in the town. So that time where 
I go and I begin to pray and praying, praying and to starting to looking for the person of peace. So we learned 2010, 2011, when Dr. Ail came in Rwanda, we catching the vision for church multiplication. So the principle and the implementation is a person of peace. You know, in DMM, it's not about the crusade. It's about finding person of peace. So we found a person of peace. You see in these photos, uh, we baptized uh, is around is a three families. This is Jean Paul. We baptized Jean Paul and his wife, and Augustine with his wife. After to looking for personal peace, we met them in their house. We go through this very Bible study, and then after that, they give their life to Christ. This Jean Paul is a drunker in the area. Everyone knows him as a drunker. So God opened the door to me to visit in his house. Uh, and we start discovery Bible study in his house through Jean Paul because Jean Paul and Augustine is a family. So and Jean Paul invites Augustine in his house. We did discovery Bible study in his house. And then after discovery Bible study, after to give their love to Christ, we bring them in the water, baptize him, and then we baptizing them. So we see in the photo. Uh, this is uh, Jean Paul and David. So after that, Jean Paul, they going after to train them to go and to find a person of peace. We train our people on the job training. After to find a person of peace. So that is my first, my, my last time to baptize the people. You know the photo there. I bring all the people together. I baptize and then I train them on the water baptizing. So this is your time. This is your, you are become disciple. You must go and make disciples and to baptize new believers. You know, we see that uh, uh, Jean Paul, this is uh, Augustine. Augustine is in this under picture to baptize the new believers. After to become disciple, they go and they find a person of peace. This Augustine is a storekeeper. This man, uh, I think, uh, brother uh, Dr. Ayla, he knows his name, Pascal, is an engineer. This man, Augustine, is a storekeeper in the where the people they build the house, and uh, this man is an engineer. So uh, we train Augustine to do discovery Bible study everywhere he's in working. So. Before to do the work, Augustine uh, lead the people to discover Bible study. And this engineer, he's come to Christ. The storekeeper baptized engineer. This is not easy in tradition church, but it's happening in the movement. The storekeeper. To baptize the engineer. After the engineer to be baptized, this is the engineer. 
when we built our training center in Kigali, we uh, the strategy because you know in the when we build the house, many workers come to the place to the field. So we we dig. It's like a uh, uh, like a baptizing swimming pool. So you know here we see that is how we put the stone, and uh, this the people to the worker. The, the people who build the house in our training center. Because we, we build a training center for one year and a half. In this training center, we baptize the workers, 65 workers in the place. Some of them, this man is named uh, Yusuf. He was at uh, the workers to the, to, the, to the training center. He's a Muslim. So he's a friend sometimes to, for discovery Bible study. So we said, no, here it's not the religion, the nation. So today, we go through the Bible, and tomorrow bring the, your Quran. We do the discovery Bible study in your Quran. So this man said, oh wow, this is not like other Christian. So on Monday, we did the discovery Bible study in the Bible. Another day, we did discovery Quran study in the Quran. So uh, this man come to Christ and uh, so uh, I come back to the 12 people they are missing and then we are organize another 20 pe 12 people, Augustine, David, uh, Alois and other key leaders that time. So these 12 people, one church and uh, because of the vision for church multiplication, we are uh, in 2011, 18 churches. So after that, after to plant that 18 churches, we gather together in three months. I invite all the leaders. Here it's my home. That's my home before it's my training center. We do the training center in my home. We did all the training inside of my house. So we invite all the leaders to come together. You know, we have the map of Rwanda. We sit down in three days to pray for all districts of Rwanda. That time, we begin to cast a vision because, you know, it's not easy to send someone to new area. Sometimes you cost a lot of money. So most of the people in our city, in Kigali City, come from the village. So we mobilize them to go back in their family to start movement. So after three years, uh, around five years, you know, the movements go around more than 22 districts in five years. So we met some challenges, the problem, because we send one by one. And I remember Jesus, he sent two by two. So we, we make the mistake to send the leaders. So we call these leaders for district, we call coordinator of district. In their mind, they think that they become some coordinator of some organization, like what vision. So they have some expectation. 
that time they had the people come beside behind of the movement they tell them Yo, you know this movement is fine but they want to to let you to become a big man to become a bishop so the people come from canada they connect with the people from uganda they come to our leaders to tell you you know you work well uh, so this is a church in the houses no, no one can know you as a bishop I want to let you to become a bishop and then to give you money and something else. So the people they begin to want to try to turn the movement to the traditional way. But because the movement is about God, it's not about us. And God revealed this problem and uh, before, and then we know that, and then we uh, invite the people to come together. So we sit down. And uh, we begin to talk about what's happening, what the problems. So they want to, to start a new church called Baptist Fellowship Church. So, but uh, you know when we have a problem, we must have a solution. So having a single leader for a region, so the solution is developing a region team. So opposition from existing church leaders that uh, will help us to conducting awareness trainings. So, and the lack of resources, because the people, they are leaders, if they are not, they are not uh, have a good life, sometimes it's a big problem. So, we're teaching how to support themselves and use what they already have. So now, our leaders, all of them, it's not about the spiritual things, so it's shalom. Their family, they have a food, their children go to school. So we create a small business and a small project to them to be self-supported. So we thank God for that. So this is a Rwanda map. We have four provinces, five provinces, east, south, north, west, and Kigali City. So we start the movement in Kigali, the place called Kichukiro, in Masaka, where we build the training center. So now we're walking around certain districts in Rwanda in these 12 years. So we have access ministry. The access ministry is a key. So we, we make water filter. We call this a biosand water filter. We use sand and uh, small stones so we buy this pipe so and then we are uh, distributed in the families of the unknown believers so when we give the one family the water filter we start discovery bible study group in that family so it's a it's a good because uh, our technician is a disciple makers so they go every week for the maintenance of the filter. <laughs> Every week. No one can stop them because already has a, he has our filters in their home. So how, how the fit is going on, how we are working, is working well, you, you receive the clean water, say yes, yes, so, oh, that's a love God. We need to know where the filter come from. Is God who provide. So we begin to learn from the love of God to the people. 
So, and uh, after that, the discovery Bible study, when the people believe in Christ, we baptize them, we start a new churches. Amen. So we have an access ministry of uh, small animals. So we give the small animals for the communities, especially, so we start for the, our leaders. So we give the leaders the small animals, and then we told them when the small animals give birth, the babies to distribute to the believers. So that is an access ministry for the people, and uh, we have a good relationship with our neighbor because we are not go to the spiritual things only, but we meet with the needs of the people in the community. So the focus on the household. You know, every family, they have another family. That's called oikos. Connection for the household. You know, this is Rashid. Rashid, he was baptized in the training center when I walked there as a workers to be the house. After to become believer, this is a Rashid wife. And the Rashid himself and the engineer we baptize the Rashid wife. Such so the DNA of the movement, the household, they must come to Christ. Sometimes, you know, in our church traditions, you know, the women, sometimes they pass through the near to the child, they sing, they sing, and then say, oh, that's good. When they come back, husband, what do you say? This comes from where? The trouble begins in the family. But uh, in the movement, we visit all the family, and uh, the influence man in the family is this man. To bring wife and the children is very easy, more than the wife to bring man and the children. So, you know, in the person of peace, you must focus on the influence person in that family. So, this is what happened after to come to Christ, after to be baptized. And then, you know, in a Muslim, Muslim uh, culture, so sometimes no one can touch your wife. So, himself come to the water, baptize him, to baptize his wife. <laughs> you know, that is a... Focus on discovery Bible study process. You know, brother and the sister, if you start longly in discovery Bible study, nothing can happen. Discovery Bible process is a key to see the multiplication of groups and churches. If you start longly, you finish longly. So, discovery process is a key in the movement. There, you know, the people, they are on the job because we can do the discovery Bible study everywhere, anytime. So, that is a Pascal. We are focusing for these guys in this job, and most of them, they are all baptized in that time of the, our training center. Teaching believers to obey and casting vision for making disciples. That is house church. So we train the people to obey. Only the word of God. Our focusing is the word of God. Teach the believers obeying the word of God. And in the house church, it's a difference in the discovery Bible study. In the house church, we casting vision for 
making disciples and the church multiplication. That's the difference on the DBS groups. The DBS group, they come, they learn, but in the church, it's a difference. But even what we are doing in the Discovery Bible study is the same what we are doing in the house church. No one person to stand and to preach all the people. Our vision is, is uh, based on 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 26. Everyone must participate. Because of that, everyone growing in the same level. Brother Stan, they give us the scripture there. Say that don't want to call you rabbi. We have one teacher, is Jesus. So all of us, we want to learn from Jesus. And then when we learn from Jesus, we have a eternal life. Amen. Focus on our Muslim and rich people groups has been part of our DNA. So we focus even to the Muslim. The lady there is named Mama Raisa. She, she passed every time near to our home to go to the mosque. And uh, my wife, she invites her to come to visit us. No one can know that inside of the house, they are the fellowship. So it's, uh, we live near to the mosque, and we invite the people to come to our house. We do the fellowship in the house. No one can know that. So even the other Muslims say, oh, she went to visit people. There is no church. And uh, we protect her for the persecution when she begins the journey of loving Jesus Christ. So I remember one time we went to Dr. Ayla in his home. This, the lady there, she'll be able to share with the, his husband, his husband's name Omar, and the husband, one time, he see the dreams in the, when he sleep, so they found it, she took a, a long, long road, but this road is not the end. And when they wake up, they, his wife, they begin to share with, he, with, her, with him about Jesus, that Jesus is the way and the life. So his husband believed in Christ, in Christ. So one time we went with Dr. Ayla to visit this family. So we are, uh, since 2021, we are focusing on the pygmies. Rwanda, we have other pygmies, so we are not called pygmies. Uh, in our language, you call the, the people, they are still behind the history. So the pygmies, you know, uh, Geraldine, she was here last year in the Catalyst camp. Geraldine, she's uh, among pygmies. And when, when we see Geraldine and then we see the pygmies, you saw there's a look different. And Geraldine, she was secretary general of the pygmies in Rwanda. And Geraldine, after to come to Christ, after to believe Christ, after to become the disciple makers, Geraldine, she have a passion to reaching out their people. The pygmies, they have a many, many kind of, uh, even sometimes over the government, you know, the Rwanda government is very strict, but sometimes these pygmies, they are not uh, follow the rules. If someone dies, sometimes they are buried in their house. They have many problems. They live in the small house. One house, the small house of uh, father and uh, the mother of the, in the house and the children, 
So sometimes the children, the brother and the sister, and uh, because they seen what their parent did, so they, they married. That is a big problem to this. But uh, we thank God because the transformation began when they begin to receive Christ in their life. So Geraldine, she's the one who makes disciples among the pygmies in Rwanda. She works with the team of the six people around in Rwanda. So every, every time they go and, and uh, they make disciples among these pygmies. Uh, uh, two months ago, we invite 35 leaders come from the, these tribes at the training center. It's a very, very big problem for us. Because they come from the bush. They don't know how to use the toilet. Eh? Sometimes we found someone go to take the water inside of this uh, toilet. So they think that is a, is a pot. So it's about, we continue because most of them, they not go even to school. So we use the storytelling to them, you know, they have a proclaimer to hear the gospel. And then we, are, we help them to understand to the question and to make disciples among them. Sorry. So uh, among the pygmies, uh, through this uh, team, we have discovered Bible study group 82 and uh, we church planted 165 churches, generation of churches 6, disciple baptized is the 467 and we're planning to be baptized 200 people come to this uh, group, 82 groups. So the movement is not about Rwanda only, so we go beyond. What we say that's, uh, you know, when I hear in, in Kenya, my English is a very uh, afraid because of these Kenyan people here. <laughs> but when I go there, uh, there is no choice. <laughs> I went in the U.S. to saw some invitation. So and then there I see that there is no someone to help to for translation. <laughs> I must to speak. <laughs> so this is a missionaries from different churches there. So they invite me to share about the DMM, Disciple Making Movement. Because most of them, they come in Rwanda to visit and to see the groups. So they say that we need to learn about what we are doing. So I went there and uh, we spent time with the people to train them about making disciples. Wow. This is Tanzania. We catalyze movement. I was in Mwanza to train uh, churches, uh, leaders there. And we are, 2018, we send our people to go to South Sudan. The South Sudan, the Dinga people. You know, they, it's not easy. You know, the, the people there, they are sit down to hear the gospel in the, the Karashinkov. You know, it's like to give your life to Christ. So we are be able to make disciples there and to plant the churches there. And God given us the South Sudanese in among his people, his name Dominic, so we work with, with him. So uh, in July, next month, we plan to send the missionaries to go there again. So current start of our DMM growth for all Rwanda, Discovery Bible Study Group, 728, church planter, planted 1,300 churches in these 12 years. 
and the total number of baptism 14,028. DC coordinators, we are in such district in Rwanda. Generation of disciples is 26 generation. So vision 2028, in five years, we plan to train 10,000 leaders and plant another 1,300 new churches and start 11,000 DBS groups and to baptize 12,000 new disciples. We need your prayer to reaching this vision. What you have learned to DMM, keep your focus on biblical obedience. Focus on biblical obedience. Commitment to reach the lost. Learn that. Depending on the Lord later than your tools. The first time when we come here in Kenya, they are trained us the 21 critical elements. Ah! That's, that's too much. 21 critical elements. So, you know, for us, it's, a, it's not easy. It's a very, very difficult time because we are not know English. What is it? Critical, critical. What does it mean, critical? So, it's a... So we go back home and say, no, we are not to go, this is the critical. We are not to make some problem with this critical. We need to, depending on the Lord, later than our tools. So, rising up, catalyzer, disciple makers, that's one of our DNA of movement. So we need to rise and the catalyzer, the people who was the heart to catalyze the movement. Yeah, so that's, uh, we, we work all these things with God and uh, with the people that have committed to go and to catalyzing movement. So always be ready to learn. Be ready to learn. The day you stop to learn is the day you die. Always be ready to learn. Sometimes the people when they have some titles, they say, oh, this is uh, for the babies. I am not going through this. So be ready to learn. Model every day. You know, to make disciples, you, you need to, to, to become a model for the people they're looking to you. You know, sometimes, I know in, our, uh, in Rwanda, we have some pastor, he went to the uh, uh, 150 kilometers to become a pastor. And uh, where he was born, he killed many people, but he went to another place to become a pastor. So in the movement, there is no where to escape. To escape. We need to be with the new disciples because they need to, to be, you become model for them and they learn to you every day. So we need to be a model every day if you want to, to make the obedient disciple of Jesus Christ. Rise leaders to sustain the vision and the focus and DNA. As we finish this podcast, I hope that you picked up uh, a movement that is taking place even though the english was a little bit broken we we listen and we learn from where god is moving and justin finishes off 
uh, us off by talking to us about focusing on biblical obedience, a commitment to reach the lost, depending on the Lord, not depending on your tools, raising up and catalyzing disciple makers, always be ready to learn. I really like that line that he said, the day you stop learning is the day that you die. Model every day, you need to become a model and raise leaders up to sustain the vision and focus and DNA. There's a lot we can learn here. Let me just quickly pray for us as we finish this podcast. Father, thank you so much as we learn from leaders where you are moving and seeing exponential growth of churches and disciples. Thank you for Justin. Teach us, Lord. Teach me to be focused on biblical obedience. Thrust us into the harvest that we would become focused on the lost. Help us depend upon you, Lord, and help us raise other people up and multiply leaders everywhere. Lord, we cry out to you for where we are, that you would use us to catalyze movement and help us never stop learning and help us never stop being in humility, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen.